hello, hello, everybody watching. Uh, it's Friday, man. February the 25th, last Friday in the month. And I have the incredible honor of ending the month of love <laughs> with my girl, Paquita Goodwin. Y'all, when I say I love me some Paquita, like, I, I, like her spirit is just warm and safe and like has no depth uh no no bottom no bottom no bottom to it doesn't shallow out uh love you Paquita if you could tell the people I love you too uh, thank you mama if you could tell the people uh who you are uh what you do it would be excellent absolutely well hey everybody thank you so much just the intro I just I'm humbled. <laughs> I'm humbled, first of all, <laughs> by the intro. Um, but I am Paquita Goodwin. Um, I am so many things. Uh, but to narrow that down um, to kind of the core spaces, I am a wife of whew, a long time, almost 30 years now. Uh, I am a mom of four beautiful adults. Uh, <laughs> I call them kidults because they are young adults, but they are always my babies. Um, I am a uh, certified career coach. I teach uh, professionals and individual contributors how to execute against career strategies. I teach personal and professional development techniques. Um, and professionally, I am a technical consultant. So I uh, clients pay me for ideas and information. I help onboard strategies and deploy solutions. Um, and I am also a graduate of the Blaze Academy. <laughs> Add that to my list. <laughs> oh, the Yes. You are so, 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 so dope. And, and y'all, let me just say, Paquita is good at what she does as well. Like, she is a leader that doesn't just throw out jargon and in big words that she can feel big and mighty. Like, she leads with so much um, perception. Like she can literally feel the spirit. And she's done this to me many times, right? Where like she's articulating things that like I know nobody else will understand, but it's like nail on the head. Um, so I I honor you, Fakita, for the space that you effortlessly uh, create for everybody that comes in contact with you. Um, you're super, super dope. So I guess what's, if we can unpack like who who you are, you know, uh, what makes you smile? What makes you giddy? Like, like at the soul level, like how would you describe yourself? Oh, let's see. Um, so as soon as you said what makes you giddy, I immediately think about uh, when my husband comes home from work, he takes a couple of minutes to kind of decompress. Uh, you know, shower off the day and he comes out and then he'll come into my office and he'll kiss me on my neck. And listen, y'all, <laughs> if your man have a beard and he don't hey. do proper grooming to his beard, make him cut it off. My husband has the softest beard hair <laughs> and he smells absolutely just divine. Um, so I am like, soon as I hear his key in the door, I get really excited. And then I try to act like I'm really busy and I'm not paying attention. Uh-huh, I know, Just I know, so. uh-huh. You ain't sweating, <laughs> but you are. <laughs> right, right. 
So that definitely uh, makes me giddy. Um, I think who I am is, um, like I said, I, I, I am so many things. I, I am a mom. I love uh, being a mom. I'm grateful um, that I've had the opportunity to, to just uh, to impart and inspire and develop our children. Uh, they do some crazy things sometimes, but you know, I, they, they're mine. So <laughs> um, I, you know, I think I am a, I'm just a regular person and I, I believe I want to see people win. Um, I think I've had enough piss poor experiences in my life. Um, and as a result, I feel like I have a responsibility mm -hmm. to make sure that I can make conditions for somebody else better. Oh. Um, it, as much as lies within me to make sure that I'm able to not pull somebody else up, but show them how I can pull you up and how you can keep going and then how you uh, pay that forward and pull somebody else up. Yeah. Just making spaces around me uh, better when I enter them. Yeah. Um, I think those are at my core who I am. I also think I'm funny. Don't nobody else think you I'm funny, funny but I thank you. <laughs> funny, I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I think I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm good everyday people, uh, you know, and I just, I, I love my life and I believe that I have a right to enjoy, uh, to enjoy and experience whatever it is that I need to enjoy and experience. Yeah. Super dope. And, and I felt your voice get deeper and sturdy when you said, I believe I have a right to experience. Like, is that, um, is that a notion you came to like over the course of your life like you know like feeling like you have a right like not just like I can but if like that it sounded like it came from a place of uh, yeah you know what I think um I will probably say within the last couple of decades mm -hmm. uh I think since being good and grown you know like after you get over that uh, 35 plus, um, and you really come into the realization of, okay, this is, this is really who I am. There are things that I'll probably change and evolve and grow with things that are going to get, uh, better because I'm going to learn things and I'm going to, you know, strive to do better, but this is who I am. So, uh, this is, I'm just settled into this Space. And it doesn't mean that I am inflexible. I'm, right. you know, I am uh, not able to receive new information. Um, but I understand that I am a black woman who occupies more often than not many white spaces or many non-black spaces. Um, I recognize that I'm a black woman who doesn't have a college degree, but I rival any colleague that is in the same room with me. I recognize that um, that I I show up to spaces even if you're not looking for me to be there, you're going to see me. I recognize that my voice uh, is loud when I use it. I recognize that. Uh, 
people may expect me to shrink in their presence, but I am not here for your comfort. I am here for my excellence. And so what that, what that looks like for me um, depends on how I advocate for myself. Um, I also learned uh, years ago that uh, coming up in corporate America, that there were not a lot of other people in the room that looked like me. And then when there was two or more, it felt like survivor. Like we couldn't all just be there at the same time. Okay. <laughs> like one of us needed to get pushed down a flight of stairs okay, or something for the other one. one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It could only be one. And I think when I recognized that I did not have work friends, that we were all frenemies and that none of us right. were trying to support each other, I think I was personally convicted because I knew I needed I needed community. Yeah. I needed people to be able to support me, um, but I also needed to present myself as somebody who was supportive. Yeah. Uh, and so that that flipped the trajectory for me. Yeah. I was determined to make sure that young black professional women who came up behind me never mm-hmm. felt like they were isolated yeah. or alone. Um, never felt like, oh, well, Paquita's in that position, you know, and she has their she has that audience and she has their attention and, yes. you know, and I have nothing. Yes. No, if, if I am coming up, I am going to lay a path before you mm-hmm. so that you know how to come up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just became kind of a critical point for me um, to make sure that women knew, no, you have, you have a space here. Yes. You have a space. Uh, you, you, this is not uh I think sometimes we are conditioned to believe that uh, you just got, you got to work for it. You know, you work for that respect. You earn that respect. No, that's my birthright. You respecting me is my birthright because I exist. You must respect me. You don't have to agree with me, but you must respect me. That is my birthright. It is my rightful portion that when I occupy spaces, when I'm speaking, please don't over talk me because... Let me finish. We can have a conversation. We don't have to be rude. We don't have to be disrespectful. And I think sometimes we enter in these spaces because we feel that we have to earn the right Mm -hmm. to have, you know, X, Y, Z. No, certain things are just because you are a human being Mm -hmm. having a human experience. Mm -hmm. This is your birthright. Mm -hmm. And I know that historically, a lot of those things were stripped away from Mm -hmm. us, but Ignorance, it doesn't allow us to, to recognize what we have um, and what belongs to us. And just, just, the, just the existence and the freedom to exist, to take up space, to be able to make room for somebody else, that, that is my birthright. That's my portion. I don't, I'm not waiting for you to give that to me. Um, and so I believe I just, I think now at this point, I just kind of move that way. Like, we're not, I'm not waiting for you to acknowledge right. me. Right. <laughs> I'm not going right. to wait. You know, like everything you said, I felt, you know, and it, and it kind of pained me because like, it's unfortunate that like, we have to fight so hard to get to that point, like literally decades later to get right. to the point where we realize like, like. I deserve to be here because I'm a human. Like, 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 robots aren't walking through this door. So if you can walk through here, I can too. If you can sit here, I can too. Uh, if if 
if 12 white men could be in here, surely 16 black women can't, you know, like it's, it's unfortunate right. that it, as simple as it is, right? And it, it, and it is simple because we watch uh, white folk do it all day, right? We, we watch them, you know, walk around and ask what's on their mind and, and they don't even know if they're rude or not. They don't care. They're used to receiving an answer <laughs> back, right? Or, or demanding some level of service. We watch them do that all day, but we've had to, we, we've, I think, been conditioned to be very yep. well behaved and not mannered and respectful and all of these things so that we don't blow our one chance, <laughs> right? To be in these right. spaces. Um, and, and, and I think it's beautiful that you've gotten to the space of knowing that it is your right. Um, because, you know, when I was younger then, right? I remember starting my career at 22 and, and you know, gravitating towards, you know, black female executives. And I'm, I'm gonna just say, I'll use executives lightly because they didn't have no budget for real. They didn't have an operating segment, <laughs> like, you know, um, but they were the highest black women in the company, right? And when I talked to right. them, they hadn't even gotten to this point, right? Like, they yeah. were behind closed doors crying because of because of the reflections on how they missed out on relationships with their kids and that their kids are older and don't talk to them. Um, but it wasn't worth it because they still don't feel, you know, like the, the pot at the end of, of the rainbow was filled with nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think it's sad that we fight so hard to get to the, the space of just recognizing that we deserve peace and freedom. But it's dope yeah, uh, that, that you got in there. It's dope that I've gotten there. And, and, and it's, it's a rarity still, which makes the work that we do so important. Mm-hmm. Um, Dope, dope, dope. I'm going to try not to cry in this episode, but I already feel like, you know, all the time. So Like it's coming. uh, All the time. (laughs) Okay, so Fakita, I want to ask you uh, a few questions on this or that, right? So you can't think too long, right? But you can always explain after you choose your answer, right? But don't explain before you choose, okay? Uh, Okay. First response. So this or that. All right, so this this first one is going to be in the vein of self-care, right? Okay. All right, this or that, candles or long baths? Candles. Oh, you love, you do love candles. You, you do know love, I love candles. candles. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. I do know you love candles. That would be very hard for me because, oh, I love, okay. That, yeah, fair, okay. Green tea or chai latte? Chai. Chai? I would choose chai. chai. Why, why is it chai? Um, so... So I drink matcha powder. Mm. I have matcha powder that I put in like smoothies and stuff like that. And sometimes green tea leaves that thing like right in the back. I don't like it. <laughs> it don't make sense. I'm going to try that. Uh, I've seen people like on Instagram using it. I just feel like I wouldn't know what I'm doing and get, I would, the balance would be off. But Matcha powder, oat milk, and then if you uh, make like a blueberry reduction. Mm. See, this sounds complicated to keep it. Mm-mm. The, just call me and we will video call, call you. while you. So the the blueberry <laughs> reduction goes in your tea. So I do the matcha powder and oat milk, and you could put that in like a little shaker bottle and just shake it just up. Those two. So that'll just those two. But so the sweetness that you'll get is in the blueberry reduction, and that makes like a syrup. 
Yeah. And so, and it looks pretty too. I It'll bet. be like green with like the purple on the top, and it's cute. This is, okay, this is a thirty-minute endeavor, but maybe one one <laughs> day a month I can splurge with this. Okay. Listen, you make it, and Hot Chocolate gonna be like, so. Uh... <laughs> I, I, listen, okay. Let me tell y'all. Okay, so man, <laughs> for the past year, like I legit have been. <laughs> super silent about like being able to cook. And I'm talking about like in the Bay Area, like anytime it's a holiday, anytime we get like Casey, I was the one making the oxtails and the greens and the macaroni. Like, you know, but in Atlanta, I would keep my, you know, self like as healthy as I could outside of ordering grits and biscuits and all of that stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, like I can, my family knows I can burn, right? But for the past year, I have not, I have acted like I could not cook. And he, thank bless his heart, he didn't even ask. You know, he's just like started cooking. And every time he, you know, and anytime you go to the kitchen or something, I'm like, I'm hungry. I just got so used to this. So like literally three times a day, this man is feeding me, feeding me, feeding me. I'm not cooked. And he's not asked either, right? Like, can you cook? Man, two days ago, I think it was two days ago now, two or three days ago. Let the cat out the bag. Man, this man was at the gym. <laughs> I was starving. I made food. And since then, now I will say for you, tonight is the first night, the first time in like two and a half days that he actually cooked. Like, which is a long time for me. It's a long time. So I think we back, sis. But <laughs> after I cook, y'all, he coming home with stuff in the market. Make this and make this. I'm, I'm taking a nap. And I'm like, ah. And in the morning, like, he didn't make my breakfast. I'm like, what is he doing? He's like, baby, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I know. I think he back, though. Tonight, he made dinner. So I think we back. Because I ain't, mm -mm. Put a Band-Aid on. <laughs> I, yeah, I need to act hard. I need to get back to pretending up in here. <sighs> Put a bad day though. He's changing. I cut my finger. <laughs> like literally tonight, he's like, and this is so bad. I, I shouldn't even say this aloud because I, I already know I'm gonna get a bunch of DMs. Like I'm talking about y'all don't wash dishes. Like this man, like oh my gosh, like he will cook and clean, and he cleans as he goes. Like my mom, my mom loves him because like he cleans as he goes. Tonight he gets in the kitchen, so I'm feeling better. And then he's like, baby, can you help me with the dishes tonight? I'm like, what is happening to you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, spoiled problems, but hilarious. I, okay, so this or that, <laughs> this or that. Okay, St. Lucius or Bali? Bali. Bali. Why Bali? Because uh, I've not been to any uh, poly Asian mm -hmm. countries yet. And it's on my list. You'll love Bali. Okay, super. I've never been to St. Lucia's, but I've been to some islands, and I'm sure it's... Like, a lot of our answers are the same. Yeah. I'm sure it's comparable. Okay. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Sunset. I feel like it's I feel so aligned. It's so beautiful. <sighs> it's so beautiful. Um, yeah. There is something about... Um, the golden hour and then watching it kind of it's like curtains close fade to black it's mm -hmm. i just think it's beautiful sunrises are beautiful as well but there's something about kind of that culmination to the day i agree with you. that i really love i agree with you um okay last one on self-care uh, <laughs> all right sweet text or surprise visit Hmm. 
gosh, oh, I can't really pick between that. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say sweet text because my husband sends really beautiful text messages at random times of the day um, consistently. And while I expect them, I don't know when they're coming. And so they're always, they're always great. Some of them I actually lock so they just stay in my phone. Paquita, y'all got to start a vlog or something. This is just so <laughs> sweet. My husband is just, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll say sweet text. <laughs> so sweet. Or at least some like Black Love Reels. I don't know. I just, this is just so sweet. I know. He don't even use social media. So funny. Man, I wish I could just set up some, like, cameras for y'all and say, okay, just press this button and then, you know. But, okay, yeah. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, I'm very well aligned on your answers. Okay, so migrating a bit, right? Um, okay. This show is always about, wow, I'm seeing some, okay, I think, what's up, y'all, that I happen to be in the studio? Uh, this is just cool to see this momentum rise. Um, so migrating over to conversation about freedom, right? Um, yeah, it's just so much to unpack there, right? So I, I guess mm -hmm. just to start, Fakita, like, what does freedom look like to you, first of all? Oh, what does freedom look like to me? Um, access. Mm. It looks like access. Uh, so much of our history and our uh, and our potential has been limited due to access. Uh, we see racism and uh, servitude pop up as the denial of access. Mm. Um, and I really want to be able to uh, be a change agent. How do we disrupt that narrative of limiting our access? I mean, we can think about it in everyday life from food deserts to education to funding, to, you know, all of those things. A lot of those things are, you know, foundational to why Blaze even exists is because of the lack of access. Um, and when we don't have the proper access uh, to whatever it is, um, our ability to move is limited. And when when your ability to move is limited, uh, your freedom has limits on it. It has limitations placed on it. And so um, freedom is access to me. That's so deep. And I, I've never uh, thought about it in those terms, but you know, what you describe, um, I can't help but think about Africa. And like when I, you know, when I was in Tanzania, for instance, and I went to a village and it was a legit village, Fakita, but it wasn't like desolate like they show on TV. It was literally like, like no matter what I said, like, is there some whatever or some whatever, like it's from the simplest things, you just walk down the street of the village and yeah, like you can get medicine right here and you can get, you know, like it's just so, mm -hmm. um, and as, as humble as that may look to, people of the outside world, right? Like they have access to whatever they need without being denied <laughs> because mm -hmm. we've commoditized and, and, and packaged and labeled and put behind glass walls with keys. You know, these things that are necessities. Um, 
but yeah, I, but I, when I when I looked at them, I never, I never like that word freedom never came to mind. But now, like listening to you describe that, like they are free to be, like they are free to exist, mm-hmm. like they don't, they don't need to work a nine to like literally, they don't even need to work a nine to five. Like, like they understand the value of this this tomato is equivalent to two kiwis. Let's exchange, like you know, like just right. It's just deep. Um, so I love that take. Um, access is freedom. I love, love, love that take. Because when you don't have access, right, you're in survival mode and absolutely man, the, the chaos and fighting and attention is, is wild. That's deep, Takeda. Um well beautiful. So you've gotten to this um what I what I would say is a super dope place um where you understand the rights that you have, you have beautiful love. Um that makes you giddy. I love, love that. Yeah. Um, you understand who you are now, right? Um, do you have, uh, I'm not going to say any regrets, but is, is there one regret that you have as you look back on your life? And if it's none, right, feel it, respect it, right? Um, but is, are there any regrets, even though you've gotten to this beautiful place, right? Are there any regrets that you have as you reflect on your life? Um, so I think I don't regret things, um, in the negative sense that, oh, you know, if this hadn't happened, um, I, I think there are a lot of moments where I think learning was available to me and for whatever reason, my youthful ignorance, (laughs) Uh, just not wanting to listen to other folk or, you know, any of that, not just not, not understanding that I needed to slow down. Mm. Um, I did not gravitate to that information and I did not uh, make progress. My progress was not timely. Mm. Uh, There were things that we probably should have come out of sooner, Mm. but we lingered. Uh, The Bible talks about the children of Israel um, and how, uh, just a, a weekend, a weekend's journey mm-hmm. took 40 years right. in the wilderness right. because of their disobedience. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes for me, um, there were things that should have just been a few days. Uh, they lingered mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, I just did not want to listen. I've always been headstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I have to rationalize uh what you're telling me versus you know what I want to do uh and if I if I don't understand your intent behind it uh you know and sometimes I don't didn't understand the intent behind uh some of the uh assurance that I was getting from people Mm. and it wasn't because they were bad people or they had you know bad intentions for me it was just I could not see myself the way they saw me and so it was difficult for me to make certain adjustments or stop doing certain behaviors um, because I didn't understand that Um, so I don't necessarily regret because those lessons those lessons helped to shape who I am today Um, and now I'm able to package that guidance up and share it with somebody else Um, but if I could go back uh, and talk to younger me uh, I might push her down the flight of stairs and be like, girl, <laughs> all of this is unnecessary. I can't even 
can you imagine. Really us out. I can't imagine you being hard-headed though, Fakita. You're so sweet. Yeah, I think that's why. That's probably why. Yeah, so here is a here is something funny. Even back then, uh, I remember older women in church, um, and you know, early early marriage life for us was so contentious because we were both trying to figure each other out. Um, but I remember older people, whenever they would meet me or see, they would always say, you have such a sweet spirit. And I would just be like, you do. I don't know what <laughs> you are talking about. Um, my husband calls me sweet. He, he calls me sweet. Um, because he says, you, you've always been sweet to me. I never saw myself the way people see me now. I've heard people say things like, um, you have such a spirit about you that makes me feel calm Absolutely. or it makes me feel lifted or uh, it, you know, whatever I'm going through, it goes away whenever yeah. you enter in the room. Like you literally um, bring light into a space. Yeah. I believe that God was always whispering that to me, but that there was so much chaos inside of me at the time, just trying to grow and trying to like, I could never figure that out and I could never have that experience for myself. So I think when some people, when certain people would meet me, um, they spoke to a future me. Mm. And I think that is what happens with a lot of us. Um, and I think I even said this during the conference that, I will, I will talk to you in the future yeah. because you today can't handle what I'm saying to you, but just trust me that I see you beyond this moment. And so I'm trying to communicate to her because she's the one who has to carry the weight of what you're dealing Ooh. with right now. You aren't able to, you, you just don't understand that capacity yet. You, you don't even you can't conceptualize how great you truly are because all you see is the chaos that you're in right now. But I'm talking to you tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be able to receive what you heard from me today. And so I think sometimes, um, again, I don't have regrets, but I, 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 if I look back at my younger self, I would say you delayed, you delayed so much promise because you, you could not see who everybody was talking to and who everybody was talking about. Um, and so you resisted, you resisted yourself in the future. Like I, I was warring against my own potential. Um, so if, if I had, if I could do it all over again, I probably would not change some of the things that I went through, but I would definitely be like, girl, <laughs> we got stuff to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Almost made it without crying. <laughs> Almost. Um, man, Fakita, you're, you're you're so 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 special. You're so 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 special. I think that's the perfect um, ending to this episode as well. Um, because I am sure, just like I'm feeling right now, like oof, like some people's spirits are stirred. They they needed that. They needed you talking to the future. And I, I believe that is real. Like, I believe that when we experience deja vu, our, our gut tells us, that, you know, like, I, I think, I don't even think we fully understand what time is, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I felt, she felt everything you said. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm honored to have held this space with you, Fakita. I, I tell you this all the time. I'm going to say it again. Like, you definitely, like, yeah, you fire. Yeah, your business is uh, uh, definitely, definitely going to um, blow up. But you definitely are one that uh, should be in relationship business. And I can't, I can't wait to see the leaders you produce into the world. Um, I can't, I cannot wait because uh, your gift is and so phenomenal. Thank you so much for being our free black girls. Uh, we celebrate you for being a free black girl. And I love you Thank so you. much. Nikita. I love you deep. I love you deep. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Definitely tune in. Love and light.